Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. If you haven't realized, I am officially 30 today, if you haven't seen already. Um, but I had to have a chuckle just recording this. I've got like the worst voice on earth. Um, but I thought that would be worth sharing with you all. <laughs> Welcome to this episode, guys. Episode number seven. And I'm so excited to connect with you today. This is Caitlin DeBeer. And you're listening to The Un Podcast. It's about you. I'm a life coach, motivational speaker, and psychology lecturer, and I'm here to inspire you to love yourself, to love your life, and to want to wake up every morning. Over to today's episode. So, let's get straight into it. Today's topic is birthdays. Surprise, surprise. Um, but I, I found over the years of working with, with the clients that I have worked with that this topic of birthdays can be such a sensitive one. So for some, it's like best thing ever and they don't just have a birthday, they have like a whole birthday month. Um, for some. For others though, this tends to be a, a really sensitive topic. And um, when we talk birthdays, um, some people literally are, are ashamed that they're turning a year older. Um, some, I think it brings up negative memories of maybe birthdays that didn't feel so good or um, or perhaps from their childhood when they weren't um, spoilt or treated in a certain way, wherever you find yourself today. I want to touch base with you today, 11th of March, 2019. And just for a moment, I want you to think of you and your birthday. In other words, the date. Think of that date right now. And I want you to remember in this moment right now that, that we all have a past and that for some of us, it's a really hard space to go in our minds to visit. For others, maybe not so much. But whatever the past looks like, it is behind you. And today you stand here looking toward your birthday. Maybe it's a whole year away, um, but for some, maybe sooner. And you get to build going forwards and to celebrate what has been good and what has passed. And I think this is what I love about birthdays. It's not that I want to like celebrate me <laughs> and the wonderful person that I am. I think we all think we're partially wonderful, but for the most part, I think that just, just feels wrong for most of us at least. But for me, birthdays are about celebrating where I am today, about celebrating what's happened perhaps in the past year. So for me, since I turned 29, what's happened in my life, good and bad. The fact is I made it. I made it to today. And then to celebrate those that make my life beautiful, those that fill my life. And for some, this might mean two people. For others, this might mean a million people, whatever that is. Um, it's to really celebrate who it is that you surround yourself with. And then to try and make the day or maybe a weekend that's close to that day, a day where you get to celebrate all things that make your life wonderful. And so, nope, I'm not recording this on my actual birthday. Um, God knows that as much, quite literally God, I mean, knows that as much as I love my podcast channel and I love you guys, um, that's not something that I do on birthdays. Um, so, so for my birthday, what I've got planned and, and when you listen to this, perhaps where I'll be, um, is that my husband and I are going diving and we've taken the whole morning off work and yeah, we are literally have booked to go for two dives and I can't wait for that. 
And I really think that's what birthdays for me are all about. Um, it's about celebrating the good things in life and what it is that you love about life, whether it's a certain person that you want to spend it with or go to a certain place. Um, presents are great, but it's more than that. It's life itself that we get to celebrate and the fact that that we get the privilege, and it is a privilege, guys, to be here on this earth. Despite what's going on around us, despite you know maybe the hardships that we're facing, we are still here today and we get to celebrate that, the life that we are living Another sort of side note that I want to add in here is I know I hear some people saying, you know, that like, but now I'm getting older and I don't want to admit the age I am. And oh my goodness, guys, older schmolder, for flip's sake, embrace the beautiful age that you're at. I was just reflecting, I was writing an Instagram post the other day and I was reflecting on the last 10 years for me. And and as I wrote things out, it was just amazing to reflect on each year from 20 to 30 and how things have, have changed. But I think it also makes looking in the mirror a little easier because when you look in the mirror and you know that you're 30 and you know what perhaps the last 10 years have actually, you know, what's happened over those years, the wrinkle lines are all worth it. Um, the pigmentation, the like little bulge on your tummy, whatever it is, it's all worth it when you look at the full life that you have lived um, and, and sort of what's brought you to this beautiful age that you're at. Age doesn't need to define anything, and I'm not saying that in like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm acting like I'm 20 even though I'm 30. I'm definitely 30, um, but I'm really proud to be 30, and, and I don't think, yeah, I don't think age needs to limit us. I think we need to rock our age. Wear your age as if that's who you are, but that, that it's not really who you are at all, that there is so much more to you, and that's what people get to see every day. But don't be ashamed of age. I think age is a beautiful thing, and I think no matter what, we need to get amped for the year ahead and we need to get amped for a beautiful future and we need to start with admitting where we're at right now, i.e. how old you are. Um, another thing in line with this, I know I work with a lot of clients who are similar age to me and a lot of them say things like, you know, say when I reached age 30, I just, I always thought that I'd be in such a different place. Guys, the world is changing at such a rapid rate. Don't place these false expectations on yourself. Don't box yourself. Things have changed. Things are so much more stressful. Life's more stressful. Budgeting's more stressful. Work's more stressful. Everything's more stressful. Don't put yourself in a box. Be who you are today. Don't limit yourself or believe that you failed because by 30 you thought you'd be whatever you thought you would be. You're not that, but you are you. And you are freaking amazing. So be that person and be proud to be that person and give yourself permission to admit that things changed and that, that that's okay, that your dreams changed, that your goals changed, that maybe a relationship you thought would work didn't work. That's okay. These things happen, but I promise you're probably a better person because of all that. And it might not feel like a better person, but you're at least a person who's, who's grown more and who's learned more about the beauty of this world and of life and the hardships. And you get to impart that in others' lives. So don't limit yourself believing that, yeah, some expectation that you had in yourself that you didn't meet or comparing yourself to other people that are the same age as you. You are you and you at 20, 30, 40, 50 look different to everyone else and that's stunning and I don't just mean physically <laughs> although we do but but physically you know relationally everythingly um, you're different to everyone else and it's stunning be you and be proud to be you cool back to me and my my 30 
Um, so hitting this sort of big milestone. Um, the reason that I wanted to do this is that I wanted to stress the importance of you celebrating you and and you celebrating who you are and um, even if it's not a birthday party, although I do love birthday parties, um, but even if it's not that, and a birthday party, guys, doesn't have to be fancy. Don't look at Pinterest or Instagram for ideas. Look at you and, and celebrate you. Um, but I wanted to mention that. And then I also wanted to talk you through a list that I wrote when I turned 29. So I heard of this idea of... Um, so I'm young for my year. Well, I was at school. I can't still be. I was at school. Um, and um, I... So I, um, I'm turning 30 like a year after my school friends. And I noticed people writing these lists called 30 before 30 or 30 by 30, meaning 30 things they wanted to do before they turned 30. And so obviously being me and my like goal setting A type personality, I got overboard excited. And literally the day before I turned 29, um, I wrote this list of 30 before 30. And I posted it, I can't even remember where, like Instagram or, um, I wasn't big on Instagram then, I don't know where I posted it, probably Instagram. And I got some cool comments, but the one really made me laugh. And it was from um, a friend that I was a really good friend with um, at school. He was at, at Kersney, he was actually head boy in the year above me. Um, and um, he wrote, he, he messaged me privately and he said, Kit, um, your list's really inspiring, but it looks more like a like life bucket list than a 30 before 30 list. And I got this like huge kick from his comment because he's this like successful, amazing guy to, for him to say that. But at the same time, as the year went on, I realized that maybe I had written more of a bucket list than a 30 before 30 list. Um, I'd almost got in my head that like I had to try and do everything before I turned 30. Um, not everything, but everything that was like on my radar at the time. And I've learned so much in this past year, as we all do every year. And this list's been such a cool thing to help me help me grow. And in the past, I would have done all I can to actually achieve every item on this list. But this year, I gave my permission, myself permission to actually just like breathe and to just be. And, and for sure, I did a whole lot of these things. And I'm going to read you the list now. But there's some that I didn't do that I'm pushing onto my 31 before 31 list <laughs> um, and the others that I've decided that I'm actually just writing off as as learning things for age 29 and and what I've realized about myself and about life is that that we don't have to achieve everything that we put our hearts out there to achieve and as I said earlier that it's okay to change our expectations of ourselves um, and it's been a lovely process for me to actually go through that and accept that, that that's what I thought I wanted, but I don't want it anymore and that that's okay. Um, and then those that I do still want, did, some didn't happen this year and I'm not going to kill myself to achieve them. Um, although I definitely was tempted at times, um, I've decided that I wouldn't and that I'd push it onto the, year, the next year's list. And so, as mentioned, I sure as hell will be having a 31 before 31 list because it was such fun. And I took the list when I wrote it at 29 just turned 29 and I then made it into like a what do you call them like a vision board kind of thing like I um, cut pictures out of magazines and stuff and I stuck it behind our door and yes I am married and I have a big poster behind my door um, but it was a cool reminder all the time of what I have and haven't achieved and my husband would always look at it and like remind me of things cool so what I'm going to do I'm going to read you through my 30 items you can chuckle as I go um, and I'm going to keep track of time too because I don't want to make this too long and boring for you. Um, so I'm going to read you my 30 and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to look just at five um, and tell you why I did achieve it or what it taught me. Cool. So I'm going to run through the list. Well, I'm just going to say the number and the word. Okay. So one, run a marathon or another marathon. Two, publish my book. 
Three, run a sub 130 again, half marathon. Four, switch to hormone-free dairy and meat products. Five, go go skiing in Europe again. Six, start volunteering weekly for an NGO. Seven, I'm now counting these on my hand for some reason. Seven, cut down to one coffee a day. Eight, upskill my gardener. Nine, go on a holiday with just, just H and me for more than two nights. Ten, go diving. Eleven, speak to an audience of over 500. Twelve, go on a boat ride. Thirteen, finish work at twelve every day, apart from speaking days. Fourteen, change Noah to cloth nappies. Fifteen, spend more time with my gogol. Sixteen, make new friends with babes Noah's age. Moms with babes Noah's age. Seventeen, phone my mother-in-law once a month for a catch-up. Eighteen, visit my godchild Sam in Swaziland. Nineteen, cut my hair into a new style. Still long though. Twenty, do something for me once a month. Twenty-one, go hot air ballooning. Twenty-two, go to Clarence with Hendrik. Twenty-three, break my fear of ice skating. Twenty-four, master doing a headstand with no wall. Twenty-five, invite a new couple for dinner every month outside of our friendship group. Twenty-six, go on every Love the Babies outreach to hospitals. This is a Robin Hood um, initiative. 27. Get up into a handstand on my own. 28. Coach over 30 girls in my Digesting Love course. 29. Go on at least three holidays to new places with my family. Not Cape Town, our cottage down the coast or our bird cottage. 30. Plan an epic 30th. So, of these 30, and I'm just scanning third now to make sure I'm right, I think I haven't achieved five. Five, yeah, of these six. I haven't achieved six of these. Um, you probably want me to tell you which they are. So if I'm right, okay. So I haven't run a marathon, although this is going on my, my list for the next year. I haven't published my book, although it's in the process, um, which is really exciting. I haven't run a sub-130 again. I'm actually nowhere close at the moment, but we'll get there. Um, I haven't cut down to one coffee, and that's when I wanted to elaborate on. So when I wrote this, I was like determined that I was going to become healthy and cut down to one coffee. Well, screw that. I will continue drinking my coffee. I crossed this off my list, not because I didn't achieve it, because I actually don't want to achieve it anymore. I love my coffee. I do drink a lot of coffee, but I try to stop from 12 p.m. And for me, this was just a like permission thing. I just had to give myself permission to, as long as I'm still drinking a lot of water, I can drink my coffees. Um, What else didn't I do? I didn't speak to an audience of over 500, although it's so funny. um, I put this onto my 31 before 31 list, and and then I got contacted randomly by the municipality or the KZM municipality, whatever the head of it, um, and asked to speak at a conference in, I think, April, and it should be an audience of over that at uh, Moses Mabida Stadium. So that's really exciting and amazing how um, when we don't sort of force something, it can just happen naturally. Um, what else did I not do, guys? Let's look through this. I didn't go to Clarence with Hendrik. Um, this is something we still really want to do, but it just didn't fit into this year, and we went on a lot of other trips, and so this is something that I'm putting again onto my 31 before 31 list. Clarence is just like a random place. I think it's in the free state, for those who don't know. Um, the Love the Babies outreach I wanted to mention as well. So this is a cool one. So um, it's it's such a stunning initiative where you go to hospitals and you give these like gift bags to every mum, um, who's had a baby and it's always government hospitals and mums who who really don't have anything um, and I love going on the outreaches and again I didn't get to every single one this past year but 
then beginning of this year, I got contacted by Kim, who runs the Robin Hood Foundation um, for Cindy Norcott, who I also know very well. And they've asked me to be the ambassador for this for this year. So that's just so stunning how things, again, when you put it out there, it just comes back. And um, yeah, just by having it sort of on my radar and doing some work with them, this has now surfaced. So that's really exciting. And if you want to get on board, we're always looking for... Um, we're looking for your like secondhand baby clothes and toys and stuffed toys and shoes, those sort of things. So that's what we give. Um, so you're more than welcome to get in touch with me. I'd love that actually. Okay. I didn't get up into a handstand on my own, but that's gone onto my new list. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it guys. Everything else I've managed, I've managed to do. Um, and then there, there were two more that I wanted to just quickly speak through, um, or speak to you about. So the one was, well, there were two connected, was I wrote on this list, go on a holiday with H foots more than, I think I said more than two nights, yeah, without the kids. Having had our kids like a year after each other, um, we really were needing a break when I wrote this, except this was March. It took us until like July-ish um, when literally we were falling apart. Um, and one of the other items I'd written on this list was go hot air ballooning. Now, at the time, I'd done some research and I thought we'd go like over the berg here or something like that. And then my brother and his partner, Dill, went off um, to Turkey. And one of the things they did there was they went to the top hot air ballooning place in the world, um, Cappadocia. And anyway, I saw this, obviously, their pics and how amazing it was. And I just said to my husband in July last year, I was like, babe, let's just go overseas. Let's just book a trip. And he was just like, babe, there's no way. Like, we can't afford it right now. There's so much stuff we're paying for and, you know, whatever. So I just took it on myself and I just booked our tickets <laughs> myself. And then I took a loan. And gradually over the course of last year, I managed to pay it all back. Um, Hendrik ended up putting in a bit too but we booked a tri trip to Turkey it was a week because that's all we thought we could leave our kids for um, before having kids we traveled a lot together I think we've both done over at that stage 28 countries um, and this was just a beautiful way of celebrating our marriage um, of taking a risk because it was it wasn't like we had the money ready to pay for this and the hot air ballooning thing, if I had never written it on this list, we never would, or my brother having experienced that, never would have sort of brought up this desire to go so soon because I wanted to do it in this year before I turned 30. If you didn't see the pics, you can go back on my Instagram. Oh my word, guys, it was the most phenomenal, phenomenal experience. I, it was like one of those once in a lifetime things that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Um, truly, truly incredible. And, and I was so privileged to have done it with H as well. And we had the best, best week away from our kids. Our kids were absolutely fine. We did eight flights in seven days. So we pushed the limits, which we love doing. Um, but it was, it was just amazing. And I actually ticked off a few more of these while we were over there, which was so divine. Um, there was one more that I wanted to talk you through, but I can't even remember which one it was. Um, let me look through these quickly. Um, oh, my 30th. So in terms of parties, I am having a party. I'm having a party next Saturday night, which when you're listening to this, sorry, it will be this Saturday night. Um, and it's with a whole lot of friends. It's a garden party at home. It's the people that are closest to me. And I think what I'm most excited about, I've definitely put a lot of like effort into this party, but not like the obvious effort, like making it Pinterest worthy. I've put effort in to make it an event that represents me, my life, and the people that I want to celebrate. I'm um, going as far as I've even flown in two friends um, from from um, Cape Town to come to the party because I want my best, best people there. 
um, and and not everyone has been able to attend. But um, I'm I'm so excited about this event, and I'm so excited to be surrounded by the people that make me me, because I think with without people around us, we are nothing. Um, so thank you, thank you to all of you who've who've made this year so amazing for me and who make my life so amazing. Thank you to the beautiful listeners on this channel who have made this new thing that I'm just figuring out so much fun. Um, I try my hardest to be as authentic as I can on here. And so when you do say things like, you know, you're enjoying it or you listen to my podcast or you just downloaded and I see you did, um, I can't tell you how good it, it makes me feel. And I think the reason for that is because this is just me. Um, I think Instagram, you know, with pictures, we can edit and make it all beautiful. But here I'm just me. So thank you for accepting me and for, for loving me and for being a part of this beautiful journey of life that we're all on. And I would love if you could tag me in a photo that you take over the next year of your birthday. I'd love you to write a whatever list by whenever, 21 before 21 or 60 before 60, go you, um, whatever stage of life you're at. I would love you to send me your list. Um, include me in it. Tell me you've done it. Whatever. Tell me that you're celebrating your birthday more than you have before. You are so, so deserving of having an amazing birthday. And this isn't about other people making it that for you, although it can be, and that's lovely if you've got, you know, great friends or family, but but it doesn't have to be. You can make your birthday beautiful for you. Um, and birthdays can be emotional things, but it, it doesn't have to be. And even if you have a good cry, I often find I cry on my birthday. It's so weird. Um, and that's cool. Um, let's celebrate who we are and the amazing people that, that God's made us to be and the amazing people that we get to surround ourselves with and the amazing life that we live. You are amazing. Thank you again for listening, guys. And um, yeah, go on to my Instagram, go on to my website, see what's on at the moment. I'm going to launch my mom's course new date soon. Um, I haven't actually decided on a date yet, but it will likely be after school holidays, so April. Um, and I'd love to have you involved in that. Otherwise, come and work with me in my Digesting Love course. It's one-on-one. -on -one. It's all via Skype, so you can be anywhere in the world. And it's all about loving yourself and loving your body and accepting what your body looks like um, and getting on top of the way you see yourself and the way you see the world it's a beautiful program that I'm so passionate about I'd love to work with you otherwise just message me here I'd love to hear from you anyway you're amazing have a stunning week and yeah thanks again for listening guys